The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, hope you're having a great Thursday. We're getting closer to the weekend, and we'll celebrate the weekend tomorrow and celebrate the holidays at uh, Bub City and Rosemont. It is the party that we wait all year for. Literally. You know my wife and, and two of my daughters, and they come to it? My uh, family, too. Are they? I think... Uh, my family doesn't... I, I, they never show up for anything I do. So why uh, why the change I don't here? know. I'm not sure. That's I don't good. think they had anything to do. So they were like, well... Maybe we'll come by. Is it going to be entertaining? They said, of course it's going to be entertaining. So why don't you stop by? So I think my two youngest daughters and my wife That's may great. in fact be there. This will be a family affair then. Yeah, they don't normally attend much of anything. All right, the Waddles will be there. Uh, Braxton, Mason, and Allie should be there as well, at least at the beginning. I think one of them has a game later. So they'll have to get out of there before the championship. Championship. But uh, they'll be there, and uh, we hope to see you there. It's uh, Bub City in Rosemont. Again, it's a great entertainment area, uh, and uh, there'll be a lot of great things. We'll have prizes. We'll have tastings from 19 Crimes Wine. Did we find out whether or not the uh, ice rink is available? Um, we should check that out. Not confirmed, but like I told you, when I was there about a month ago. They were setting it up? Yeah, the, it, it was, the ice rink looked like it was either ready or nearly ready. I may rent some, if it's ready, I may rent some skates and do a couple of laps Dude, before you, we start. you need to just get yourself some medicine and, and get yourself better. No skating, your lungs can't even breathe the air that's around here. You don't need to be doing any Good aerobic. fresh air out there, getting a little aerobic. Cold, cold is not good for your lungs in general. And then you can't breathe to begin with. I'm going to skate tomorrow if I can. Uh, okay. Good yeah. luck to you. Yeah. I, listen, it's it's not it's for us. It's not for me. Oh, it's for us. Yeah. I mean, we are going to be par- partaking in the MVP games again, and one of the games because Carmen was was very adamant about he was forced to play tennis. I said, okay, you pick a sport. And he immediately screamed hockey. So game on going to be a disaster uh, totally but like uh, you know what we're going to go down scrapping <laughs> or go down injured well i'm going to give it the old you know ridiculous club hockey try someone did uh, show up here to real-time sports and uh what did the the thing say i tweeted it out they handed you a note oh guy did yeah what a, what like, a nice guy like a frisky uh, schoolgirl. It was a guy. No, I know, but like uh, a schoolgirl passing you a note in school, oh. you know. Saying, no, but this one was not on the sly or on the down low. He walked right up and said, "Here you go." Little love letter said, "Tom Waddle, greatest bear and greatest wide receiver ever." Said, "Now you're talking, Mister." Yeah, listen, you guys, go ahead, go ahead, poo poo it, Danny. I, it's okay. The I know immediately. Bear ever. The I poop, mean, the poo poo machine. I'll poo poo it as well. Listen. 
All I said was, as I said, you know what? I may not agree with you, sir, but I certainly appreciate the sentiment. You're, sentiment. Thank you. You're, you're mischaracterizing my no. The guy came up, handed you that, that said you're the greatest bear ever. And I said, I agree with you. Uh, what was the next sentence out of his mouth? Um, I thought you were Emory Moorhead. No, he, poo- he, he crapped on Walter Payton. He said, unlike that pretender we had at running back, Sweetness. Well, and that's where I That's where line. he lost me. That, right. His and opinion said, doesn't mean anything. And that's when I, I said I to him. This. I did not hear this. Hundred, Tom? I, I, he said something of that sort, and I, I was like, I do not agree with that sentiment. Walter's a great well, Yeah, well, well, why, did, why, would he think, why would he think I, that? I don't know. I'm not sure. He was, had to be joking. I, of course he was. Don't be starting a fight, Danny. Look, if it was you and Dennis Gentry in a room, you wouldn't be the greatest bear of all time. I wouldn't. No. Not joking. I'm, I wouldn't. <laughs> Pinky was better than me. No, no. Yes, he was. It'd be close. He was not better than you. Yeah, he was. He was. Better. Yes, he was. All right. Uh, so, again, tomorrow we'll, we want to see you, Bub City and Rosemont. And, again, we'll be here for a, a little bit while longer at uh, – at Real Time Sports today in Elk Grove Village. It's been a nice treat today. But tomorrow's the main entree. All right, let's uh, let's get to Aki's A-list. Charlie Bevins presiding over that. Chuck Wagon's done a great job filling in for Tyler while he's yes. been gone. I was texting with Charlie yesterday. Uh, Charlie, I, I'm telling you, works hard. Yes. And uh, I love having Charlie on all the shows, especially ours. And he does a great job on the Bears pregame show as well. With us on uh, Sundays, let's uh, get to Aki's A-List. It's time for Aki's A-List. From the mind of the man who understands the four P's of Waddle's world, Aki's A-List. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. All right, so uh, Charlie filling in for Tyler. I think Tyler will be with us tomorrow, though. He's back tomorrow. Did, oh, he's done with his vacay? Did, did he go away somewhere? I don't think so. I Not think he was just, in North Carolina I don't somewhere? think so. I think he was just doing some errands, he told oh, me. Good good for Tyler. Yeah. All right, Charlie, what you got? Well, first, you got me blushing back here, Sylvie, but I uh, appreciate the kind words. I'm curious. Uh, Charlie, you don't blush. Come on. Oh, I blush. I uh, are you, know, you a blusher? Yeah, if I'm, you know, if I'm drinking too much too. Uh, <laughs> are you drinking back there? No, but like on a Friday night, yeah, you'll find me with red cheeks. You're bartending really? tomorrow. Do you drink while you bartend? No, no, God, is no. that a no-no? That's a big no-no because is that's it? that's how you break glass. You know, that's how you drop glasses. That's how glass ends up in ice. That's how people get bad drinks. For me, no, I, uh, I, I don't, I. Uh, I'm not a drink while bartending. Kind Two of guy. for you, one for me. I think I would think that that would be kind of the 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 system. But okay, you're I a stand up guy. I, I watch a lot of bar rescue, and when John Taffer gets in those bartenders' faces for drinking behind the bar, I just imagine that he is there while I'm working, and I don't know it. So okay. uh, he the, seems loud and obnoxious on that show. You know, my wife was uh, back in the day. Well, she's still in the service industry, but she was a a server at Lottie's. That's how I met her. Back, at, like, I'm like, oh, it's on. It's on with her. And, uh, what? yeah, it's that on. That sounds very romantic. When, when she used to take care of us at Lottie's, and this is when I started uh, having an interest. Danny was there. And um, 
She used to you the, and me now. Cody's, you know Matt, who runs, who's the owner yeah. of Cody's. He yep. used to be the GM of Lottie's, Matt Hayes, and so we used to get a, a really good, a good spot back at Lottie's. So Allie used to take care of us, and so we used to get shots and stuff. And SoCo Line was my shot, so I'm like, "Are you going to do shots? Are you going to do shots with us?" And so she would then start doing shots with us and i'm like oh yeah i'm not like this is this is going great but little did i know she was doing fake shots they were all fake and they would do they would have that's a, the oldest trick in the book i didn't know move, this you know? I'm, I'm a dummy like and they would charlie i don't know if you've done this they would be like fake shots where there would be like a little coke in them to make it like have the color of like the soco and lime didn't you oh, see that scene in uh uh, the the uh, the morning show this year with the woman that was in charge of the the station and she was she was trying to sell ad time to the people oh. and she was she was drinking water in her shots that's right those right yeah, right right to the two guys yeah. yes yeah. yes so it's a trick it's a trick so, yes. that's been, so she, uh, she had me and I'm like oh yeah this the, 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 did she the, this woman this woman likes to party I'm like let's go. And then I'm like, I'm getting hammered. And uh, did she act like she was intoxicated? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. no. And then you're thinking to yourself, oh "My God, she's a." And lost. I, didn't, I didn't find out till months later. She, they were never. She was never doing shots. Right. Must have thought she had tremendous. Uh, I wasn't. To, I wasn't to hold thinking. Her alcohol. I wasn't thinking. Right. I'm just like, yeah, shot, shot, shot. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Charlie. All right, so the number one topic for this offseason is going to be what the Bears do with their draft pick, Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams. I think sometimes the way in which Fields is viewed, his status compared to the rest of the league, can sometimes be, I don't know, a little misconstrued. We heard Greeny earlier today call him a star. I'm curious if what you guys think just flat out, what is Justin Fields' ceiling, and is it high enough to warrant passing on a quarterback? I don't know what his ceiling is. Um, we already. I think he's it. a very difficult quarterback to evaluate. To be honest with you, um, he does some things. I mean, this is just all repetitive stuff. He does some things that there are only a couple of guys in the league can do, and then he does some stuff that leaves you saying, "Why is he still doing this stuff three years in?" And you say, "Well, he hasn't had the best group around him. He hasn't had the best." You know, maybe offensive coordinator developing him. He's had two coordinators in three years in different systems. And it's just, it's a really tough, I just don't think it's, it's, it's black and white. I think there's a lot of gray with the evaluation, especially for all the reasons that exist. So I, I, you know what, I don't, I don't know if I answered your question, Charlie, but I, I mean, what, I don't know what you're looking for in terms of what is his ceiling. Well, the ceiling is, I think, as high as anybody's in the league, from from a measurable standpoint, it's can he stay at that ceiling? We know the highlights can reach the ceiling. We know quarters can be at the ceiling, but in terms of what though? Like, I mean, he's thrown. He's he's had one three hundred yard passing game in his career. That's what I mean. That. He'll have a throw that is as great of a throw as any quarterback in the league. He'll have runs 
that are athletic and dynamic as anybody. That is he'll, true. He'll have plays that make you go wow and make you come back for more, and then he won't process, and guys will be open, and he doesn't see it, and then it just goes down. And he just can't keep it pinned as high as the other guys do you know what I mean? No, I, I, it's, it's been the biggest complaint all along is that it, it isn't good enough consistently enough. It fluctuates. There's flashes, and at some point, you know, I mean. That's the problem. I, I think that Lewis, you know, his, his statement was misconstrued because he wasn't suggesting that Justin was going to get his coach fired. But he said, you know, flashes from a player ultimately lead can, can lead to the demise of the, the coach. So. Um, I uh, look. I wish I could. Like I, I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you. I, I think he's a. I, I think he's a good quarterback that does some really good things. Um, I think he's a better quarterback today than he was several weeks ago. I think he's a better quarterback this year than he was last year. What he's potentially capable of doing, I'm bothered by some elementary mistakes that are made consistently. But then I'm wowed by some of the athletic things that he can do. So. I don't know, um, and I think it's why it's such a conundrum. I, I, I think the best way to describe it is it's been, it's been inconsistent. It's been wildly impressive in some areas and wildly um, disappointing in other areas. Like I show you, like I showed you guys some plays against the Lions, and he did some really good things against the Lions. And then I show you a play where, you know. Where where Cole Komet's running a sail route on a you know on a on a boot left and I don't know why he doesn't. Cole is five yards behind everyone. This is a touchdown and, and Justin fails to recognize him and throw it. The 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 fourth quarter throw over DJ Moore's head on a completely open you know I mean that's a throw that you you got to make. There's another throw in there, and look, not every quarterback in the league, you, every quarterback misses things. They're not all perfect, so I'm not asking him to be perfect. It's just inconsistent, not good enough consistently would be my one gripe. And and I think, again, that's why this has been one for me. That's what I mean. It's one of the most difficult evaluations I think I I try to put myself through in a long time. it's, it's, It's not where the ceiling is. It's how often can he stay at the ceiling and for how long. He just fluctuates so much. And it's like someone in the Twitch chat, Abdallah's Worm Fetish, <laughs> says this. And I tweeted it over the weekend. Abdallah's Worm Fetish. Yeah, well, he's a longtime guy. Um, I tweeted it over the weekend. He's like the golfer, like your everyday golfer who loves to golf and will have a couple of shots every round that just keep you coming back to the next round. And so, the beautiful shot to the pin and just and, and you, you the ones that make you struggle you forget and you say wow that's what keeps me coming back to the next round like you know that more than me because i don't golf but like those throws just keep you hanging on those runs those plays those dynamic plays you're like ah oh. and then okay now he's limiting the interceptions but still, there he's are done plays a very good, on the... Yeah, he's done a very good job at limiting the, the, the boom goes the dynamite interceptions for sure. But they're the plays on the field that he's leaving yeah. that, that aren't like a measurable stat. 
but they, if you watch the tape that are still there. Right. Like, that's what I would say. Like, I think even this game, this game, there were a lot of really good things. I, I mean, but then I could show you guys four or five plays, and you're just, you ask yourself, why was this, you know, why, why was this missed, or why was this done this way? And again, you're not going to make all throws, and you're not going to, you, you are going to make mistakes over the course of time, but you see some of the, the same things that are repeated. Look, it's, it's, I know, A, it's a really emotional conversation. People get excited about it. And this is what I said the other day. I, I, I try my best to remove the emotion from the conversation because I don't think it does any good. And you try to evaluate it as if he's not the quarterback for your favorite franchise and you ask yourself, what would you do? So I think they got their, you know, they got a really tough decision up at Hallis Hall right now. And he can make that an even tougher decision, as I've said, on Sunday if he goes out and plays really well against a, one of the better defenses. I told you this, like, on Monday... And this isn't breaking news. It's the conundrum. You see him play against the Lions, and over the course of those two games, they scored five touchdowns and seven interceptions. They had a three-touchdown performance from the offense on Sunday, and they're winning against the Lions for the first time since the Raiders game. But in his last four starts, you also have to factor in the two starts against the, 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 the Vikings where the offense accounted for zero touchdowns, and he was sacked seven times and turned it over three times. Right. So... What, what am I supposed to, you know, what is my conclusion supposed to be that in the last four games I can show you this, and it's, it's definitely good enough to build going forward with, and then I can show you this, and you're like, well, I can't do that as an NFL team. I can't have my quarterback and his offense, and again, it's not all his fault, but he's the guy that is most important. I can't have – can I have a guy that, that leads my offense to zero touchdowns in six quarters no. against one of the top ten defenses in the league? Or, or the stat that I gave you, the, the, the you talk about ceilings, like what he does with the lag. There's nobody higher than that. Um, the stat that I re- uh, tweeted out, he's the first NFL player since 1970 with 300 rushing attempts, 2,000 yards, a six-yard rushing average after 36 games. No player since 1970 has ever put those stats together. On the other side of that, there are the fumbles. Yeah. How many fumbles has he had in that time frame? Uh, he's had five in the, this year. Like the, the fumble that he had against the Lions in the last play of the game that's kicked out of bounds as a safety, that, I mean, that's a lost fumble. He had four in other games, so there's been five there, I believe. I believe he only lost two last year, but he fumbled 16 or 17 times. I mean, the, the number has been too high. And it then really when has. Rashawn Salam, as in 1995, I think it was, when he was a rookie, rushed for 1,000 yards. Yeah. But he fumbled like eight times in that year under Wani. They had to replace him. I, I heard like the, he had dynamic stats, yeah. but he fumbled. I heard so Shea, if a running back is going to fumble, right. you replace him. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I, I do. It's it's part of the conundrum. I heard Shea or one of the guys talking about, you know, the stats attached to Justin's last seventeen starts. He's got thirteen or thirty three total touchdowns and only what eleven interceptions or something. I go. Well, if you're going to add the rushing touchdowns, you have to add the fumbles because to. it's a dual threat. You're giving him credit for being a dual threat, which you should, by getting into the end zone, running the ball. You can't eliminate or ignore the fumbles he's as well. Gonna carry the or ball. the sacks. Right. The sacks are also, not all of them are him, but all of So, look, it's, 
this conversation will be had. It will be an emotional conversation for many. I try for it not to be as emotional as possible. It's, I, listen, I do. I, 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 I look at what Ryan Poles has, and I'm envious of what he has at his disposal. But this is a, like, this is a really big decision for him and a decision of great magnitude because of the, the first overall pick in the upcoming draft. And, you know, as we like to say, too much is given, much is expected. So, you know, I, I think that what you said earlier in the week is how I, I feel about it right now. First of all, I just want to see it play out. Give me four more games, and then I'll come to a strong conclusion at the end of it. And regardless of what the decision is, I just want the GM to get it right. If it's to move forward with him and trade the pick, get it right. That's if it's that. to pivot and go the other direction with somebody new and reset the clock and somebody that you think has got a higher ceiling, just get it right. Just get it right. Just get it right, I think, is the best the best right. way I've, and, I've heard and, you describe it. And I don't care who else of gets course. it wrong. Yeah. I don't care. Nope. Don't, don't like, that's... I hate when people tell me uh, an argument is lazy when it's just they don't agree with me. Yeah. But when you tell me that other teams have gotten it wrong, that's a lazy take. Be the be the Texans. Don't be the Panthers. I don't give a crap who else has gotten it wrong. I don't. I'm talking about the Bears. And the Bears have always gotten it wrong. I want the Bears to get it right. Yeah. I don't care who else gets it wrong. I don't. I don't care who else is in the club of getting it wrong. That's not the club you want to be in. Nope. Don't care who's in that club. I need a guy that can help me get past Spags's defense and Flores's defense and and Jim Schwartz's defense because next year, regardless of who the quarterback is, I don't want to be in the hunt at five and eight. What yeah. I want to be is not I want to be in that club of eight and five. And we're fighting for a division title in one of the top two or three seeds, not trying to scrape our way into the postseason with three games under 500 as our record. Charlie, we we, we got to get back to some of your other questions later in the show because that one was good, and it prompted discussion, and that's what it's all about, and that's why we compliment you. And we're going to make you blush later on, too. Chuck Wagon. Right. The, the Chuck Wagon is awesome. All right, uh, there you go, Aki's A-List with one question, and it made us uh, go forever. If you want to react, 312-332-3776. We told you about the holiday party tomorrow. It's uh, at uh, Bub City in Rosemont. Who are the final five songs, and what are they about? If you missed it, we will refresh your memory uh, coming up next. We will play you the five finalists who will be performing tomorrow. They will be vying for a year's worth of groceries at Jewel Osco. That's this year's grand prize. So judge for yourself. Which of these five do you like best? These are the five finalists, and we'll play them for you coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. All right, uh, tomorrow's the big holiday party, and uh, we're going to have a blast. We're going to... uh, That's an order. Yes, it is an order. So uh, come on by uh, tomorrow at Bub City in Rosemont. Try the brisket. Have you had their brisket? I have. It's fabulous. I've had pretty much a lot of their food. Uh, Brisket's one of my favorite foods. It is good. 
I think it's, it's fantastic. Uh, trying to think where it would rank. Top ten? Really? Oh yeah, top ten food. I did not know that brisket would rank that high. Yeah, I love. What brisket. is in your top ten? I know pizza's one, or is pizza not one? Pizza's probably one. Steaks yeah. up there. Yeah. You know, you know, all sorts of seafood is up there. Not the uh, shrimp tacos from. Uh, no, not the ones that I had no. that got me sick. It tasted good going down. Really? Um, I love. You couldn't. Shrimp. I you love could, shrimp. You couldn't taste like there may be some issues with it when you ate it. It didn't taste bad. No. Okay. I would have stopped eating it. Yeah. It tasted great. Well, some things taste better than other things. Not like not every dish is fantastic. I would bet you that if you talk to a doctor or someone who specializes in that, you can't taste food poisoning. No. Okay. I, I bet you that most people who get food poisoning would say that the 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 meal that they had was good. Okay. And then they ended up getting sick. That it's just it was something in the way those food was prepared. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's up there. I, I I've always talked about that. French fries is up there. Oh yeah. Um, Bacon is up there. I love bacon, like too. How, like, how down in the weeds do you want to get? How like? about chicken wings? Hot oh, no, wings. Bris- brisket is is above chicken wings for me. Ribs? How about a, a slab of ribs? Uh, brisket's above it. Okay. Brisket's easier to eat. Yes. Yes. Brisket's above it. Where okay. Where is it on your power ranking? It's probably top ten. What's number one on your power ranking? <sighs> Scotch. What? I mean, it's you so consume you. it. I like a lot of stuff. I know. What yeah. do I like? I mean, I, I like pizza. I mean, I don't know that I like pizza as much as you, but I love pizza. Um, good steak is fantastic. Like a good, you know, homemade pasta and meatballs. Oh yeah, pasta's up there too. Yeah. How could I think not put? Pasta? I don't know that I can narrow it down to like a top. Or three. What, what's like the highest ranking breakfast food besides bacon that would be on your power ranking? Fried ham. Fried ham? Love fried ham. Like a honey baked ham? Honey baked ham would be top 10 for me, maybe top five. I love honey baked ham. And that, that could be for dinner, too. You That's right. And in the ham. morning, you put a honey baked ham, slices of a honey baked ham on the, on the skillet, fry that thing up. What about a good stack of pancakes? I am not a pancake guy. No, not no. a pancake guy. Nope. Waffles? Uh, really not. No. no, I'm not. That's kind of carby, right? Yeah. Not much of a. Not like if I'm going to eat breakfast, it's going to be, some, you know, a couple of eggs, some hash browns. I love some hash browns. And okay, like well, I like I like I like um, I must say I like breakfast. Well, what meats. were you going to say? I like breakfast breakfast meats. I was gonna say I like morning meats, but I like breakfast meats. Morning I like wood. I like pork. I like you know like sausage links. I like bacon. I like fried ham. I like a uh, very protein filled uh, breakfast. That's what I like. Okay, there you scotch. go. I'm hungry now. All right, uh, let's play these. So tomorrow the holiday parody song competition will come down to the championship. Championship. Five uh, finalists. Finalists, and then they will perform. Do we know for sure if all five are confirmed to be arriving? I don't know. Um, 
Okay. I know, has, that may be one, a, something that Tyler was in charge of. And it's not a prerequisite to win. If, if Tyler's listening, uh, please reach out yeah, to the not. Chuck Wagon. and. Uh, yeah. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, you'll text him, Capbo? All right, uh, let's I, I both called and texted Kevin and didn't get any response from him for quite some time today. You called Kevin? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I called him twice. I don't think I texted him. He called him. with Kevin. He called you twice and you didn't respond? Yeah. What's yeah. the deal there? Uh, let me turn you up there, buddy. There you go. Do you know how? You're figuring this thing out. Yeah, like, I did. You're pretty good yeah. at the Comrex. Yeah. Well, he was outside with uh, some of the equipment. Not some of the equipment. All of the equipment. No, because I had some of it as well. It's did a you? lot. It's a lot. It yeah. We put a lot of effort here at ESPN 1000 to put on a, a great remote. Um, I set my phone down because I was casing the place. Yeah. And uh, and I, I just I missed your call. That's it's okay. It wasn't upset. Oh, it. It's, it's, not, it's not like I was being a jerk. Like, oh, this oh, wasn't God. like way earlier in the day no, where he was no. planning something. This is when I got here. I was he asking a Kev idea to... or something like that. I mean, you're making it sound like I I'm not calling phone. Kev for a segment idea. I know. Wow. Not, that's not a shot at you. It's well, a shot well, at me. It's a shot at me. He wakes up and calls Kevin because he's got a bad dream. I, Charlie, when was the last time I called you or texted you about a show segment? I'm still waiting. Right. That's my point. So it wasn't a shot at you, Kevin. Just shot at me. All right, uh, Charlie, let's get on with this here. Uh, what do you got here? Uh, one of five, uh, tell us about uh, these finalists. Yeah, so uh, I think let's let's start with fecal transplant from Trey Tune. So the tune of Frost of the Snowman. Obviously, we like the ones that are sort of a nod to inside jokes that we've had on the yes, show, right? I so would agree with that. I think this one is probably the fr- the uh, of the inside jokes. This is one of the leaders in the clubhouse. And I'm in the building once again. It feels so good to be back. A fecal transplant is something that is real. Who would have ever knew that a piece of poo could improve the way you feel? When Sylvie heard this, he did not think it was true. Guess you can say he was a septic skeptic. I was one too. There must have been some microorganisms in that donor's poo they found when they placed it in Marjorie's GI tract. It turned her life around. Now Sylvie is a believer. Fecal transplants are legit. If the doctors can't help you get better, then try a piece of. So if you are hurting. Then give this a look. I sure wish we could give this to the Chicago Bears playbook. It's, it's just such a it's a well-rounded song. It is. It's it's got elements of you know inside information on the show. Uh, it was actually the the genesis of it was a Waddle's World story that, as you heard in the tune, you weren't willing to believe at the no. very beginning. And I, then I, I actually, texted two of my doctors. Yes, and and they told you the truth. And we also had a woman who called, who Trey referenced, Margie. Yes, who actually was a recipient of this procedure, and it actually provided tremendous clarity on it. Yes. All right. Uh, that's number one. Number two. 
Yeah, let's go to where is Yannick Ngakwe. This one will be interesting because yeah, we kind of do list. know where Yannick Ngakwe is now, but let's hear it anyway. Where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we sigh on a crisp Chicago Sunday day. Maybe he's at Jewel Osco in the produce aisle, stocking up on groceries for the holiday. We all had high hopes when the season started, but the only place we've seen him since is on a milk cart. So where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask when the bears suit up at Soldier Field. Where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we cry When Chicago's defense takes the field Maybe he's in a backup on the Dan ride And he'll be here soon as the traffic's clear Maybe he's playing cards somewhere with Jimmy Hoffa Cause we're not even sure if he's still on the roster so where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask When a bear suit up at Paul and Niebuhr flew sand Find a way to lose at Soldier Field I was not a huge supporter of that song when it, we first got it, but it grew on me, and now it's probably the one tune that I find myself humming most it's probably the catchiest of the one i will see like what the injury does to that does yeah. it make it more lovable or does it uh do, do people feel more sympathy for unique Ngakwe and does it tumble in the in the finals uh we'll see how the voters feel i think technically it was very sound presentation great the voice was it. great the music was great yes yes all right number three charlie yeah, let's go to Cappy. Please stop filming in the locker room from Jason Holsworth. You know they changed the rule at East Bank. No more cell phones because Cap was taking videos in the locker room. Again? I mean, you know, what is he thinking? Guys are like, hey, not for nothing here. Yeah, but dude, this is a private hey, This area. is a locker room. You better watch out. I hope you're not shy. Because you're being filmed by some bald-headed guy. Cappy loves to live stream in the locker room. He always works hard, he loves to break news, even when surrounded by a bunch of naked dudes. Cappy got caught filming in the locker room. He sees you when you're showering, he knows when you're naked. Hey Cap, take a break, go out to dinner, but put down that damn iPad. Oh, what's the big deal, what could go wrong, have you ever heard of little Kyle Long? So many great references yeah, there, short and to the point. Yeah. The Kyle Long reference, the iPad at the dinner reference. And uh, he's such a good story. I love when Yurko just says, again, he was filming in the locker room. Again? again? Speaking of Yurko, I'm interested to hear what their final five looks like. Yes, because like they've tomorrow. got the coaches' yeah. poll. they got the coaches' poll. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I was uh, humming the Black and Abdallah show song that did not oh, make yeah. the final five when i woke up today 
Isn't that weird how that works? They played it on the show last night. It, that must be why. I woke up humming that song. It should just be their theme song, honestly. It, it really it's, should. It's very good. Very it's a great open. song. <laughs> All right, what's number four, Charlie? Uh, let's go to F the Cardinals from Danny Rocket to the tune of Jerry. Oh, that's oh, short and sweet. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, them right in their face. Yeah, St. Louis losers hope in the future you come in last place. Cause Missouri's gross and dirty, it's never a good time. Bush Stadium is a dump and Wrigley Field is a shrine. The Cardinals, the Cardinals hope they don't win a game. St. Louis, they're so stupid, morons get a brain. Bunch of haters, can't spell traitors, cities riddled with crime. You can take the Cardinal way and shove it up your behind. Going to be tough for me not to vote for that one, Waddle. It's going to be tough for him to pro, to um, to present that tomorrow. Right. To give I'm it the, the, the necessary oomph. Yes. Without uh, really yes. swearing. right. Half the Cardinals. Yeah, then, I bet you get your son singing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Like, one's a Cubs fan, the other one's not. All right, final one. We got the 12 Days of Swiss, Swiftness from Matt Tooley to the tune of, oh. you guessed it, 12 Days of Christmas. In 2020. Hey, honey. What are you doing? Well, trying to record my ESPN holiday parody song. Ooh. Can I hear it? What's it about? It's about the changes I see coming to the NFL next year. Oh, football. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. Okay. In 2024, the NFL will see some change. Bill Belichick resigning. Jason Kelsey retiring. And his brother getting married. No. With a halftime show wedding. Stop. And she will buy his team. The Chiefs? You know, Chiefs is not PC. Yeah, well. So the Chiefs become the Swifties. Oh my gosh. They get sequins on their jerseys. What? Tailgating spelled with a Y. Good grief. Nine months later, two baby twins, a whole new era starts. And the Bears draft a franchise QB. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> very cute. That was good. It was so very creative. Like, you've got to... You know, we live in the gutter every now and again, so F the Cardinals makes us giggle. This one's a step up out of the gutter, so you have to appreciate it in a different manner. It's a different... It was very good. It's, it's, it's off the beaten path of yes. what we normally do. Yes. This ain't rock and roll. This is country. Yes. Right? It's just a different genre yes. of entry. Uh, I love it. So those are your five. Tomorrow, again, uh, be there. We're going to have a great time at Bub City in yep. Rosemont. All right, uh, we're going to do Would You Rather. In the f- Let's do it around 5.30, Charlie, so we have a little more time to spread our wings. The, the Bulls story on the Ring of Honor and Michael and Scotty and the drama has gotten my attention, and I've, I've continued to text friends about it on if they'll show up. There's another team that could be doing some drama, too, that I want to point your attention to in a similar vein in town. I'll share that with you coming up next, and then Courtney Cronin joins us at 5. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. 
I don't know if you saw this, Waddle. Probably not. It, it, it flew under the, the radar except for, like, really nerdy Cubs fans like me. So uh, a lot of play was given to the Bulls Ring of Honor, which uh, will be very interesting to Which follow. could be chaotic. Yes. Like, uh, I, I want to see in January if Michael shows up. Like, why would you schedule this if Michael hasn't committed? Why would you ever do a 95-96 Bulls reunion if Michael didn't give you the yes? Yeah, it's like a good that, that would be dumb. Yes. Like, I, I, it's so that's anticlimactic. Um, and, and Scotty, I would hope, would show up too. And it would be a nice way for them to make up. I don't know how likely it is Michael will show up. I would say it's even less likely that Scotty would show up. Well, then, then, then there's no reason to have it. Well, and, like, if they're getting inducted in the Ring of Honor and neither are showing up, it's, it's stupidity personified. Yes. For a team that could use some good PR to now on a, a way that you're going to get PR uh, with them and then they don't show up, that's so dumb. Okay, but, but that's besides the point. Here's another dumb thing. The Cubs, I think, are, are electing another class into their newly formed Hall of Fame. Last year, Sammy Sosa wasn't on the ballot. This year, he is. Oh, he is. And I think former players are, I think, like Rhino and a, a few other former players are on their committee. I forget who else is on their committee. So you think this is just a, sh- a sham? He's not getting in. If you put Sammy Sosa with over 600 home runs, 500-some in a Cubs uniform, 30-30 guy in your uniform, if you put him on your ballot and you don't put him in the Cubs Hall of Fame, shame on you. Yes. It's a shame on you. I don't, like, I love Rhino. I love, and I love my relationship with Rhino. Rhino, if you, if you take a holier-than-thou attitude, Kerry Wood... And you don't, and you don't elect him. You sold all those seats. He did what he did. Yeah. Everyone, it, it was the era. Put him in. Put him in. Let him come to Wrigley. Stop the stupidity. Put it to rest. Don't don't put him on the ballot and then do something even dumber and then don't elect him. Don't tell me that there's anyone else that's more deserving to go into the Cubs Hall of Fame than Sammy Sosa. Like, Banks is already in, I think. So, like, there's, there's no one else who who's more worthy than that. So it, don't, it don't, don't do a stupid thing. Such a silly perspective. Silliness. Silly. So, like, I'm getting mad before the fact, but just keep your eye on this. You're going to have Bruce, to have a talk with Rhino about it. Uh, I, I, like, I know how he feels about him. It's fine. But you can't put him on the ballot now and not elect him in. Put him in. He, he, he's one of the greatest Cubs of all time. He did what he did. And 545 you, home runs as a Cub. And you, and you made money on him, and you capitalized on him. You got to the playoffs in 98. You got to the playoffs in 2003. You capitalized on the great home run chase in, in, in 98. You did all that. As a Cub, he had a 928 OPS and a 139 OPS plus as a Cub. It's one of the greatest trades in Cubs history, George Bell for Sammy Sosa. Don't ignore it and pretend that it didn't happen. That's dumb. So I wanted to get that dumb, off my dumb, chest. Dumb, 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 yes. dumb, dumb. 
Uh, Courtney Cronin joins us from House Hall. What went on there today? And uh, what does she think about the Bears' chances against the Browns? That's coming up next.